Welcome to the Prophet's Hour, a broadcast ministry of the Anointed School of Prophets Incorporated and the Prophet's House of Jesus Christ, founder and overseer Dr. Roseanne L. Tolliver. The Prophet's Hour. Praise the Lord, saints. Welcome to this edition of the Prophet's Hour the broadcast ministry of the Anointed School of Prophets Incorporated and the Prophet's House of Jesus Christ, founder and overseer, Dr. Roseanne L. Tolliver. First, giving honor to God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also want to give honor to our founder and overseer, Dr. Roseanne L. Tolliver. We certainly thank the Lord for her. And we would like to begin this edition of the Prophet's Hour with a word of prayer. Father God, Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus, just wanting to say thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you for your word. And we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that your word may have free course. Hallelujah. We pray that it accomplish that which you have sent it to do. I pray that I decrease, that you may increase, Lord. We ask you to have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. And we pray your blessing be upon your people, Father, in the precious and holy and mighty and strong name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. In this edition of the Prophet's Hour, we are uh, coming from the Prophet's Thought, The Making of a Nation, Part 2. We are going to continue on in our series, The Making of a Nation. And in, and in this edition, we will come from Genesis chapter 35, beginning at verse 1. Genesis chapter 35, beginning at verse 1. And in this, we are looking at God's instructions to Jacob. Amen. In pursuit of the blessing, the inheritance. Thank you, Jesus, that God had for Jacob. This is the same blessing that God had for his grandfather, Abraham, which is what we took a look at in the first edition of the making of a nation. But now we're looking at God's instructions to Jacob in Genesis 35 and its and its implications as to his instructions for us. And so in Genesis chapter 35, it reads, it says, And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. He says, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God. This is the message that God also has for us. He wants us to do the same things. And we're going to look at these four specific uh, instructions that God gave Jacob. Amen. And what it means for us also. So the first thing God says to Jacob is arise. He tells him to arise. The word arise means to ascend or move to a higher place. Amen. In pursuit of the blessing. In pursuit of the inheritance that God has for us, we need to arise. We must ascend or move to a higher place in God. The scripture tells us that we are seated in heavenly places 
in Christ Jesus. The scripture tells us that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So in order to get to the blessing that God has for us, we've got to get to that place in him. Thank you, Jesus. That's why he tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you because we've got to that place in him where he can pour those blessings out to us. Going to take a look at Psalm uh, just for a reference here of a couple of verses in Psalm 24. Remember, the word arise means to ascend to a higher place. Amen. And we know this is referring to a higher place in God, in Christ Jesus. And so in Psalm 24, verse three, it says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? And this God is asking who, who shall, who want, who will come, who will ascend, who will arise into the hill of the Lord? Amen. This hill of the Lord is not a geographic location. It's a place in the spirit, a place in Christ Jesus. Who? Who will come up? Hallelujah. Who will come up a little higher? Hallelujah. Who will come up higher in God? Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? Thank you, Jesus. The scripture tells us that that, that there is a, a, a way and in the way, a highway, and it's called the way of holiness. Hallelujah. In this hill of the Lord, it is a holy place. Who will walk? Thank you, Jesus. Who will worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness? Who will come to this high place in God. And in ascending to this place, God outlines uh, what he means in verse four. He says, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Amen. And we know the scripture tells us, he says, cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts. ye double minded. Hallelujah. He wants us to make up our mind that we will serve the Lord Jesus Christ. He says no man can serve two masters. Amen. He says we cannot serve God and mammon. That's why the word tells us choose ye this day who you will serve. There is no middle ground with God. Hallelujah. Either we serve the Lord or we serve the devil. Hallelujah. And he desires the Lord Jesus Christ desires to pour out his blessings upon us. But he wants us to choose him. Amen. And he wants us to come to this this higher place in him. He wants us to ascend into the hill of the Lord. So it says he that hath clean hands and a pure heart who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. And, and this is interesting because in verse three, it says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? God is asking a question. Who will who really wants this? Hallelujah. Who really wants to stand in this holy place with God? Hallelujah. He's saying, who really wants to be in this place with me? And then he answers his own question. Amen. It's not just by someone saying it's not by the words of their mouth, but it's by their actions. God is looking at our actions. Amen. He's looking at what we uh, actually do. Amen. What we stand for. Hallelujah. He says he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. See, the scripture says uh, uh, many a man will proclaim his own righteousness. Hallelujah. But but a faithful man who shall find. Hallelujah. God is going to find out what we are really about by the choices that we make. Amen. By the actions that we take that proves that determines. Hallelujah. If we really want to abide, to walk and to dwell in him. Amen. He's looking. The scripture tells us that 
that not only will we be judged by by the words of our mouth, but by the deeds done in our body. Amen. He is proving us. We are proving our faithfulness by the choices that we make. So he says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity. Hallelujah. That means who has not believed in idols or, or false gods. Hallelujah. Who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. It says he shall receive the blessing from the Lord. Hallelujah. God is looking at our actions and he he says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. And we show when we choose. Thank you, Jesus, to abide in Christ Jesus. When we choose to do the things that are pleasing to him, he says he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. And then he gives another descriptor. He says this is the generation of. Of them that seek him, hallelujah, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. So that's why he says he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He says those who seek him, they, they are the ones that receive the blessing from the Lord. And they don't just seek his handouts. He said that seek thy face. Hallelujah. The ones that seek his face, not his handout. Those are the ones that will receive the blessing. That's why he says, uh, um, he tells us to, he says, seek ye first, the first priority, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Hallelujah. Because they're seeking his face. Thank you, Jesus, not just the handout. They aren't about the fish and the loaves. They are about seeking his face. Hallelujah. They want to just dwell with him and be in his presence. And as a result, then the things get added unto him. Hallelujah. We saw an example of that in scripture where God appeared to Solomon in a dream and asked him, what did he want? And he said he wanted wisdom. He wanted understanding to deal with his people, to go in and out before his people. Hallelujah. And it pleased God so much that he gave him wisdom and he blessed him with um, exceeding amount of uh, material wealth. Hallelujah. Because his first priority, his first desire was for wisdom and understanding to go in and out before the people of God. Hallelujah. And God desires to do the same thing for us. He says, beloved, I wish above all things. He says above all things, which means it's his first desire. He said that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants to bless us. Hallelujah. He wants us to prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. Amen. But we've got to arise. We've got to arise. We've got to go to a higher place in God, in Christ Jesus. So going back to Genesis 35 and 1, it says, And God said unto Jacob, Arise. Amen. The next thing he says is, Go up. To Bethel. Thank you, Jesus. He tells us to go up to Bethel. Bethel is symbolic. It is symbolic of, of, of a heavenly place in Christ Jesus. 
See, Bethel is a place where Jacob had a dream. And in this dream, he saw he saw a ladder going from earth to heaven. He saw angels descending and ascending up on it. Thank you, Jesus. Bethel is a place where God spoke. Amen to Jacob. Amen. And God wants us to go back to that place. He says, go up to Bethel, dwell there, make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau, thy brother. He wants us to get back to the place where God appeared to us, where we where we met God. Amen. He wants us to get back to this place of Bethel, the place where we know God is. Hallelujah. Where where he appeared to us, where we saw him, where we met him. You know, the scripture talks about how. Uh, God had this, he had this, he talked about how there was a church where they left their first love, amen, and he told them to repent and go back and do the first works, amen, we got to get back to our first love, hallelujah, and we know that God is our first love, the scripture says we love him because he first loved us, hallelujah, so we got to get back to that place of communion and fellowship, with God back to our first love. We've got to get back to Bethel. Hallelujah. We've got to go up to Bethel. Next, he says, and dwell there. He wants us to dwell there. Amen. Not just abide, not for a temporary abode, but to dwell. He wants to dwell in this place with God. Amen. The word dwell means to abide as a permanent resident or to inhabit for a time, to live in a place, to have a habitation for some time or permanence. Amen. He wants us to live and walk in the Holy Ghost. Thank you to live in the spirit of God. Amen. Not just to visit on a temporary occasion, not just on Sunday mornings, not just on Saturday mornings. Amen. But he wants us to make to make him our abode. Hallelujah. He wants uh, God wants us to live in him. Hallelujah. And to walk with him. Amen. To abide in him. Amen. The scripture tells us over in Psalm 91. Let me turn to Psalm 91. It says, it says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. He wants us to dwell in him. Hallelujah. And abide under his shadow. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. He wants us to live with him, to be with him. On, on, a, on a permanent basis. Amen. He doesn't just want us to, 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 to visit. Amen. To temporarily. Amen. Get in the presence of God. But he wants us to walk and to live. He wants, to, he wants us to be with him everywhere we go. Amen. So he says to Jacob, arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. Thank you, Jesus. And make there an altar unto God. <clears throat> An altar uh, was a structure that they would make and they would make it out of stones and they would build these structures up and there was a place where they would make sacrifices unto God and God would meet with them and speak with them at the place of the altar. And he wants us to do the same thing. He wants us to build figurative altars, however. Amen. He wants us to build the altars of prayer 
amen, prayer to God, amen. He makes a distinction that we make the altar unto God, amen. We worship God, thank you, Jesus. We don't worship idols, we don't worship devils, amen, but we worship God, amen. He wants us to build the altar, the time of, of prayer, amen, spent to God, amen. He wants us to, to build the figurative, to lay the stones, the figurative stones of time spent in the word of God. Time spent uh, assembling ourselves together, amen, as we see the day of approaching, amen. He wants us to spend consistent time in his presence, amen, and worship to him, amen. So he says, and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. So in Genesis 35, it goes on to say in verse two, it says, then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. So this is what we also have got to say to those that are with us. Put away the strange gods that are among you. We've got to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Hallelujah. We've got to search ourselves, amen, and see whether we be in the faith. Hallelujah. We've got to ask God to deliver us from anything and everything that would, that would cause a separation or that would get in the way or in between us and God. Amen. We've got to put away the strange gods that are among us. And we've got to be clean and change our garments. We've got to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Amen. We've got to be clean. The word tells us, it says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Hallelujah. We've got to put away everything. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to let go of everything that, that is not of God. Amen. And we've got to seek the Lord with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our strength and all of our soul. Amen. He says, and let us arise and go up to Bethel and I will make there an altar unto God who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. It says, and they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand. And all their earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. And they journeyed. And the terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. See, it says, and they journeyed. And the terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them. The scripture tells us. It says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. When we when we lay aside every every sin and the weight which does so easily beset us, when we seek the Lord, amen, when we ascend into the hill of the Lord, when we stand in that holy place, amen, when we walk in the way of holiness, Amen. Then the enemy, hallelujah, because we get closer to God. Amen. God will 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 make the enemy to stay subdued. Amen. The scripture talks about uh, the, the way of holiness. It says and a highway shall be there in a way and it shall be called the way of holiness. And it, it calls this a highway. Hallelujah. When we ascend up, when we go up to Bethel, when we go up to that high place in God. Amen. It says. 
and it shall be called the way of holiness. It says the unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. It says no lion shall be there. No lion shall be there. Symbolic and no devil shall be there. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture says our adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion goes about seeking whom he may devour. But when we get in this place of holiness, hallelujah, no lion shall be there. Hallelujah. The devil can't be there. Hallelujah. Because it's a high place in God. No lion shall be there. Hallelujah. See, the devil was cast out of heaven. Hallelujah. So when we get in those heavenly places in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, he can't come there, hallelujah. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up there on hallelujah. We can go up, but they cannot go up. It says no ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, hallelujah. And the ransom of the Lord, hallelujah, shall return and come to Zion. It says, but the redeemed shall walk there. That's the place that he has designated for his redeemed, hallelujah, for those who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and walk in that highway of holiness, hallelujah. That's a place for us to dwell in. He's given us a habitation to dwell in, hallelujah. He's consecrated for us a new and living way, hallelujah, where no lions shall dwell there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon, hallelujah. It is a place of habitation, hallelujah, that he has consecrated and ordained for us to walk thereon. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so going back to Genesis 35, it says, and they journeyed and the terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them. That's why the scripture says the devils, they believe that there is one God, but they tremble. Hallelujah. They believe, but they tremble. Thank you, Jesus, at the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why he says uh, he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world and that he is Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost in us. Hallelujah. Is greater than he that is in the world. It says, and they journeyed and the terror of God was up on the cities that were round about them. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan. That is Bethel, he and all the people that were with him. So Jacob made it to this place that God had called him to. Hallelujah. He made it to Bethel. It says, and he built there an altar and called the place Eth Bethel. Because there God appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. Thank the Lord Jacob made it there. Amen. And we can make it there too. Thank you, Jesus. We can allow the Holy Ghost to bring us to this place in God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why the scripture tells us, let patience have her perfect work that we may be perfect, complete and entire. Amen. Let God do what he is doing in us. That's why this, this scripture tells us, um, that this good work, hallelujah, the good work, that he would perform this good work which he has begun in us, hallelujah. We need to allow the Holy Ghost to do the good work. Thank you, Jesus. He will perform the good work, thank you, Jesus, that he is doing in us to get us to this place of Bethel. Thank you, Jesus. So it says, and he built there an altar and, and called the place Eth Bethel because there God appeared unto him 
when he fled from the face of his brother. And we're going to skip to verse nine. It says, and God appeared unto Jacob again. Amen. And God appeared unto Jacob again. Thank you, Jesus. We can be in. We are in this place again. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him. And God said unto him, thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall, thy, shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. This is symbolic because the scripture says, if any man be in Christ. See, Jacob made it back to that place in God. And the scripture tells us, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Thank you, Jesus. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God. Thank you, Jesus. The old things have passed away. That's why God gave him a new name, because it was symbolic of his new identity in Christ Jesus. He had become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Therefore, God gave him a new name. Amen. And that's the same thing he desires to do with us. He tells us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He tells us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. And we are renewed in the spirit of our mind when we dwell in that place in Christ Jesus, when we dwell in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When we dwell in the high place of God. Amen. He changes our identity. He changes our nature. Hallelujah. Into the, into the, uh, the good works, amen, into the new creature in Christ Jesus. He says, because we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. And when we dwell in the presence of God, then he transforms us, amen, into the image of his dear son. Hallelujah. So that we can walk in those works, amen, that he predestinated, hallelujah, that he before ordained that we should walk in. Amen. And so going back to Genesis 35, verse 11, it says, And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. See, as Jacob has gotten back to this place of Bethel, God is revealing his plans and his desires to bless him. That's why the scripture tells us, I has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love us. I mean, that love him. Amen. But he says, but they are revealed unto us by his spirit. Amen. And so when we get in and walk in this place in the Holy Ghost, then he can reveal to us his plans. Amen. And his desires for us. Amen. As the scripture says unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think. Amen. According unto the power that works in us. Hallelujah. According unto the power of the Holy Ghost that is at work in us. Amen. Then he can reveal his purposes and his plans that he has for us. And then he says in verse 12, and the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, talking about the blessing, amen, the inheritance, hallelujah, the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, he says, to thee I will give it and to thy seed after thee, 
will I give the land. In other words, the same blessing, hallelujah, that God had for Abraham and Isaac. He says, I'm going to give it to Jacob also. Amen. And that's the same blessing that he has on us. The scripture says how uh, God desires uh, the, the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. He gives us uh, through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God desires to give the blessing of Abraham unto the Gentiles by faith in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We are made heirs of the promise by our faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. He says, and the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac to thee, I will give it and to thy seed after thee will I give the land. And God went up from him in the place where he talked with him. It's in this place. Amen. As the scripture says, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's in these heavenly places that God has these blessings for us. Hallelujah. And so he's calling us to these places so that he can reveal, hallelujah, these blessings that he has for us. And so with that being said, it is our prayer, hallelujah, that we may Amen. Ascend into the hill of the Lord. Hallelujah. That we may stand in his holy place so that he can pour out the blessings that he has for us. God, he is our good, good father. Hallelujah. The scripture refers to Jesus as our everlasting father. Amen. And, and it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. The word of God tells us that all the promises of God in him, which is in Christ Jesus, are in him. Yea, and in him. Amen. Hallelujah. It's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. The scripture tells us every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God doesn't change his mind. Hallelujah. He says, I am God. I change not. The scripture says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God has not changed his mind about his desire to bless us. Hallelujah. And to give us the kingdom. But we've got to seek him. Hallelujah. We've got to to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. We've got to, hallelujah, give up every idol, God, hallelujah. And we've got to seek him with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our strength. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seeks him. And he is, uh, he does desire to bless us and to give us the kingdom. It is his good pleasure. And so with that being said, this has been this edition of the Prophet's Hour, and we're going to close this out with a word of prayer. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for your word, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray your blessing be upon your people. We pray, Father, that your word accomplish that which you sent it to do. And we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that we would receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save our souls, Father. And it is in the precious and holy and mighty and strong name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless.